Justin Brayton joining us here in the Freak Nation, running for the 2021 Supercross season. Sounds like, or actually feels like he's been running for the last 20 years. One of the older guys in the circuit, but continues to make a whole lot of noise. He's joining us here in the Freak Nation. And we had, I think it was Zach Osborne on a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about this current schedule, how it's not as hard on his body as it has been in the past with when you go weekend to weekend where you get a chance to race, you know, one, two, three days in a row. What about you? Is it difficult on your body? No, I actually really enjoy it. You know, we, uh, now we're flying into each city, typically doing three races, which is a Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. And, uh, it just cuts down on travel. And that's the biggest thing with our previous schedule was it was just so much travel. We'd fly in, you know, race, fly back home, have a full week of training, you know, really not much time, you know, we're at home, but we're more at the track and on the bicycle training where now when we're in, in these cities, uh, it's actually fun to kind of take a deep breath and not have to wake up and catch an early flight home. And, and, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. And then the other side of it is, you know, we don't really have time to mess with our motorcycles during the week because we're racing three times in a week now and, and really nowhere to practice. So, I, I like that side of it. I think it, it shows who's prepared coming into the season and, and who has really the best team. What about any sort of boredom, at least? What did you find? I guess the only thing we can really compare right now is Houston. What did you find with Houston 1 and Houston 2? The tracks were kind of similar. Houston 3 was a little bit different. But what about boredom in riding in that regard? Uh, yeah, interesting question. Definitely the first two Houstons were fairly similar. Uh, but still the track shapes up so much different, you know, from, from week to week, or I guess from, uh, the first race to the second race, typically the dirt will dry out a little bit since it's indoors. Um, and then by the time you get to the third race, typically it'll dry out even more. Uh, so as far as the obstacles, they were definitely different, which makes for different racing, the lines shape up different. And then the, the track deterioration is, is much, much different as you continue on to the second and third race. So. Um, even if we race the exact same track, exact same layout two times in a row, I, I still feel like it would shape up quite a bit different just because of the dirt compound. We're talking with Supercross rider Justin Brayton. Justin, it's a running joke. With your age, you're running with a lot of younger guys. You don't have their youth, but they don't have your experience. You've run with some 40,000, 50,000 people screaming in the stands. You could feed off of that. Some of them haven't had that opportunity the last couple of years. How does that help you? Yeah, definitely a lot different. You know, uh, I'm really thankful that they're allowing some fans in now to, to be able to get that vibe because, you know, Supercross isn't Supercross without the fans, right? I mean, that's, it's so fun for the riders to have that interaction and to hear the fans. And, and if you, you know, if you win the race or, or do really well, you can hear them screaming. And it's just that, that interaction is so awesome. Um, and also going back to my age, I, I feel like I just enjoy it more. I'm I'm more prepared for every situation because there's not many situations that I haven't been in throughout the, the years, which I think is an advantage. Um, also, you know, going back to these different cities and, and typically, you know, say we in Houston, typically the dirt is, is very similar each year. So, you know, kind of what bike setup's going to work and, and what, what hasn't worked in the past. So, yeah, I, I love it. I, I love being the old guy in the sport, uh, you know, oldest to ever win. And, and now with the podium in Houston, or second oldest to ever, ever get on the podium. And I love it. I, I'm taking it and running with it. I'm having more fun than ever. And, and uh, when this is going to come to an end, but definitely going to enjoy it while it lasts. 
Well, hold on a second. On the age issue, of course, Justin Brayton joining us here, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. How old was Mike LaRocco when he retired? How old was Chad Reed last year? I mean, you still got some years to go. Yeah, for sure. Chad is uh, almost exactly two years older than me. Not exactly sure when LaRocco retired, but, you know, seeing him win, I was there for that race in Indianapolis when he won his last Supercross. I, I can't remember how old he was, but he was, you know, well into his 30s and I think there's some advantages to it. You look at stick and ball sports now and, and the guys are playing into their forties and, and maybe being the best they've ever been. So, um, our sport is really no different. You got to take care of your body and, and try and stay injury free. And, and, um, so yeah, I, I, I definitely enjoy it. Uh, like I said, I'm having more fun than ever. I think just with age brings some wisdom and some clarity on, on, uh, you know, just life in general. I've got two kids. I've got a third kid on the way. So a lot happening, but definitely enjoying it and uh, hope to keep this ball rolling. You know, you talk, we talk about stick and ball athletes and yeah, Tom Brady, of course, comes to mind. The dude is going to his 10th Super Bowl. But have Crazy, you changed? Right? I know, right? Have you changed anything kind of like we learned with Tom Brady on your eating as you went into your late 20s and then into your early 30s? Did you change your workouts ever? Did you change your eating? Did you change your water intake? I mean, what are some things that you have learned along the way? For sure, all of it that you named, I've I've had to change and evolve. You know, when you're in your mid twenties, I mean, you can you can eat candy bars and and whatever you want. You just feel like you're unstoppable, right? It, nothing really matters. But then, as you get into your late twenties, you really start to figure out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. I feel like everybody's body's a little bit different, so you just kind of fine tune. And then also just the travel schedule and stuff. You know, you you, you try and figure out all right, I'm not going to do the 6 a.m. flight anymore on, on Sunday after the race. I'm going to take the, the 11 a.m. so I get to sleep in a little bit. Recovery is definitely much more important, you know, now in my mid-30s. Um, and then just managing my mental state of having two kids and, you know, when to push and when not and, and uh, just mainly having mental space once you get to the race, I think is the biggest thing for me. If I've got that mental space and mental clarity to really focus and, and go all in at the race and not drain myself during the week. I think that's the biggest thing. But then hold on. You've got one child on the way that 6am flight sometimes becomes a necessity. If the wife is like, uh, hello, I need you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we're going to, we'll see, uh, doing at the middle of April and, uh, but definitely excited about it. And, and yeah, life's ever evolving, right. we'll just figure out how it works with, with three kids and I was thankful my my whole family was there in Houston with me for the whole week which was really cool and my kids are now they're six and three so my oldest is starting to realize what dad does and hmm. she thinks it's really cool and she gets super bummed on me if I don't bring a trophy back with me so the pressure's on right gotta gotta perform <laughs> for my six-year-old <laughs> yes you do <laughs> Justin Brayton joining us here in the Freak Nation Supercross pilot run the 2021 season been doing it for many many years We've been doing this for many years, 20 years of doing Speed Freaks, Justin. And when we got involved in this, granted, I've been following Supercross back since the 70s. But when we started 20 years ago, Jeremy McGrath was starting to lose the his grip on Supercross. And Ricky Carmichael was coming in and winning championships. There was a rival there between Jeremy and Ricky. And then there was a rival with Chad and Ricky. And then it was Chad and James Stewart. And Ryan Dungey came in and stole some of the thunder. My point is this. I just don't see those rivalries that we did over these last couple of decades in Supercross. Am I? Is it just me not seeing it as a fan, or is it actually happening? I would expect you could give me some insight from a driver that sees it 
in these side the, inside these races? Yeah, that, it's a great question, and I just think the biggest thing is, you know, then there was there was two to four riders that could win on every any given night. And, and that was really about it. You know, you look at the history back then, there was, you know, especially in the McGrath era, there's one or two riders that won per year. Then you look at Dungey and Villapoto, there was, there was two to three riders that would win where now, I mean, if you look at the Houston results, we had a different top three Hmm. at all three results or all three nights. And I think you're going to see more winners than ever. Uh, there's more champions in the sport than ever. I think there's something like 15 guys on the gate that have won a 450 supercross main event, which is crazy. Wow. So I just think the rivalry, there's really no one-on-one or, or three guys. There's literally 10 to 12 guys that, that can win on any, any given night. So I think there's so much parody in that, uh, really cool time to be a fan of the sport. Uh, really fun to be a racer because man, when you, when you get those good results, it, it's just, it's so much more rewarding, you know, when you're doing it against, the best in the world and and there's so many guys that are lining up that expect to win and you might get 10th on a night and be battling with the same guy that you battled the week before with for a win so um yeah to answer your question i just think there's more guys so you don't really get that one-on-one or every week where you're battling with the same guy i think you know week in and week out you're going to be battling with different guys for for either the win or or you know the best position you can possibly get that weekend Justin Brayton, given your experience and tenure in the sport of Supercross, you could tell us what's changed. Uh, ten years ago, there were two guys who could win a race. Now there's maybe ten guys who could win. What's changed? Yeah, I, you know, uh, I think the bikes have gotten a lot better. Um, even just the standard form motorcycle that you can go buy off the showroom floor from your local dealership is really, really competitive at a high level now, where maybe then you know, there were certain bikes that could com- really compete at one or two manufacturers that were the best. And then the other ones were kind of trailing behind where now I really believe that all of them are, are very, very competitive. Um, and then also just everything's evolving from nutrition to the science of it. You know, we study film after every practice and know exactly where we're losing time. So then that helps. There's no more guessing games. There's so much data now that that just tells you exactly where you're losing. So you need to go fix that the next practice. And I think everyone just has access to so much more stuff. And and then, and then the training, you know, there's really there's no one that just has uh, a complete disadvantage by not being in shape. I really think everybody's in such great shape. So that's really not a factor. So I just think there's so many factors that go into it that just aren't a factor anymore. You know, because everyone has their their team and, and training program and everything's so polished that it just ramps up the intensity. And, and I think you see that in a lot of sports now where just everything's evolving and, and there's really no more secrets anymore. We're at a point now, Justin, where you're talking about some different things in your career path. You've run with Joe Gibbs racing in the past, but now it sounds like you might be looking at team ownership. Have you had those discussions? You know, I have, uh, discussed that with my, my current team and I would love to, I love the sport so much. Um, I actually own a dealership in Charlotte, North Carolina called 10 cycles. So I'm already in that sector of, of motorcycles, which is really fun to be a part of. And, um, yeah, you know, who, who knows what'll happen, but I really enjoy the, the rider aspect of it. I've just, you know, been through so much and, from the training side of it, the mental side, the bike setup, all that, I feel like I have a lot of knowledge to offer to riders, whether that evolves into some ownership of a team or, 
uh, coaching role or team manager role. I'm not really sure, but uh, would definitely like to stick around the sport. It's it's what I love. It's you know, 36 years old, still doing it at a high level. It just I guess it shows how much I truly love the sport. And so yeah, I'd love to stick around. We'll just see what uh, what capacity that is here in the next you know couple of years. Boom. I just keep thinking of your six-year-old and how she's going to be obviously getting older every year and, and still wanting mm-hmm. trophies. So, I mean, you yeah, know, I know, right? trophies <laughs> as a rider or trophies as an owner or a team manager, they're all the same. Yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> if your kids want to turn professional in motocross, supercross, will daddy allow that to happen? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, get that question all the time. Would you let your kids ride? Absolutely. It, it's brought me so much joy to my life and and so many cool memories from traveling all over the world racing all over the world to uh i think the biggest thing is just waking up with a passion every morning um i've i've done that since i was four years old woke up and that's the only thing i've wanted to do is ride so whatever that is for them i just hope they can find that like i did and if it's ride motorcycles or or whatever it may be i i just hope they can find that early in life and i'll support them absolutely 100 percent the the best i can Boom. Justin Brayton, Supercross pilot, getting set for another 2021 season of kicking some ass in front of very little fans. It's still strange. It's just strange, man. At least there's some. Yes. At I'll least there's, there's some. some. That's right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> At least there's some. You're not having to pull the old NFL and pipe in all this noise. Holy smokes. Yep. <laughs> Justin, thanks for doing this, buddy. Good luck for the rest of the season. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me.